Welcome to Airbnb with D. This is your host, Devana, and today we're talking about a heavy topic. Are y'all ready? Tax evasion versus tax avoidance. And this conversation is brought on by the movie, The Laundromat. If you have not seen this movie, it is so good. Meryl Streep is in, first of all, there are so many actors in it, but in particularly Meryl Streep and her husband are on a trip in Niagara Falls and get into a boating accident and her husband passes away. So she has insurance, they had all type of insurances, right? Well, as she goes to get damages, awards or settlements from the company that quote unquote assures the yacht or the boat where the accident took place, they find out that it doesn't really exist. That it's actually owned by another company and another company coupled by a trust and multiple shell companies so that A, the company does not have to or can hide how much money it actually brings in, meaning that if someone were to sue them in court, they look flat broke and they get no money. So the movie was based on Meryl Streep, the widow wife, going to get justice for her husband's incident. It's a whole thing about a shady insurance company, and you guys got to see it. So stay tuned as we dive right into exactly what happened in this movie and why tax evasion versus tax avoidance is important for you to know. actually pretty easy for an Airbnb host to get in trouble with tax reporting. So I'm going to give you a few examples and just really bring home why this is relevant to us, not only in the Airbnb short-term rental industry, but any business, it is essential that you operate as a business. So for example, if you're an Airbnb host who rents out your property to guests, you will be able to use tax avoidance techniques to lower your taxes, such as deducting expenses related to our rental activity, such as cleaning fees, utilities, insurance, repairs, and things like that. And if you own the property, depreciation. And what I love the most is because we operate as a business, things like our lease agreement, our utilities, those things are under our businesses. And if you're being smart with your payments and making sure that it's electronically tracked, using things like PayPal, even if you use Cash App, you can, I don't know if you can export Cash App, but using PayPal, using your bank account, being able to export those records. If you're keeping those handy, it should be pretty easy for you to determine, or your tax agent, I should say, not you, to determine what your tax deductions would be according to what you actually do and how much you've actually spent. So reporting only the net income from your rental activity which is the difference between our rental income and our rental ex expenses are also ways that we can avoid taxes in certain areas. Taking advantage of tax credits, that may apply to our situation. Usually it's a home office deduction or even a residential energy credit, especially if you, if you own the unit. Those are all tax avoidance practices, which are not illegal. They're just really ways to get you to lower your tax costs. Now, tax evasion is a little different. How do we enter the tax evasion territory? By not reporting our rental income at all or under-reporting it to the IRS. 
So this is why I stress to everyone, when you start your Airbnb profile, before you host your first guest, go ahead and put it under your business. Because the last thing you would want, especially if you have a nine to five job and you're making over a certain amount of money, is to then have this unreported income under your personal social security once Airbnb turns into their remittance. And this is the thing, you hope that you are successful. You hope that you make money when you open your Airbnb and when you launch your unit. When you press publish, you hope someone books immediately. So let's make it easy for our businesses to thrive by making sure that the accounts are under our businesses, utilizing our EIN, and keep this in mind. This is what we love. In the United States, you can create as many businesses as you want. And on Airbnb.com, you can use whatever EIN or business that you want. That does not have to be the same business that you used to obtain the lease agreement. There are different ways to handle those things. Now, if you obtain the lease agreement differently, of course, you may not be eligible for certain tax advantages or would have to go about it a different route, but things like that are all okay to do. But again, not claiming it at all is something that's just not going to fly. And especially with all of the new you know, federal regulations we have now in terms of reporting income, you definitely want to be on the right side of things and not get audited on your personal tax returns. Claiming personal expenses as business expenses, such as groceries, entertainment, and travel is a number one way to get locked the heck up for tax evasion, y'all. And I'm going to give a few celebrities that's actually, this has happened to. So just to make it practical to us, to see, wow, this is easier to get into trouble with than you think. And finally, what sparked the whole The Laundromat movie? Hiding your income in offshore accounts or using other schemes to avoid detection of your funds. So just as a disclaimer, because I have to say it, the United States does not play about tax evasion. Tax evasion is a felony that can result in up to five years in prison and up to $250,000 in fines for individuals and $500,000 for corporations. Just to remind you of some people that have gone to jail for tax evasion, remember Wesley Snipes? He was sentenced to three years in prison for filing tax returns from 1999 to 2001, but keeping $7 million in taxes hidden from the federal government. He also had to pay back $9.5 million in back taxes. If you are familiar with Jersey Shore, that was a show I was watching growing up. Mike, the situation. He pled guilty to tax evasion in 2018, admitting that he failed to pay taxes on nearly $9 million in earnings from 2010 to 2012. He was sentenced to eight months in prison for that, y'all. And then most famous case, most recent, I should say, not most famous, most recent, Todd and Julie Chrisley. If you watch the Chrisleys on TV and you've seen that char charismatic couple, that's what I'll call it because this is a family-friendly podcast, then you know their show Chrisley Knows Best. Well, just last year, they were found guilty of fraud, tax evasion, and conspiracy to defraud the United States. They were accused of defrauding banks out of more than $30 million in loans and hiding their income from the IRS. Ty Chrisley was sentenced to 12 years and Julie Chrisley was sentenced to seven. 
Y'all, this is crazy. This is insane. So, if you do remember Ja Rule, his case was a little later, or earlier, I should say. In 2011, he was sentenced to 28 months in prison and agreed to pay $1.1 in back taxes. He was actually hiding about $3 million of his revenue in 2011, and that's what resulted in him being caught. So this is serious. We are seeing people do serious time for tax evasion and getting off on things like murder for a mistrial. So this is why this is important, because I never want us to fall into the trap of evading our taxes. Before I get on the movie again, I will give another example. Because those of us that use our nine to five as our investors for our business ventures, we need to also know how this works for us too. So let's say Clarissa earns $50,000 a year and contributes 6,000 to her flexible spending account to use for her kids, you know, daycare, childcare, dental care, whatever she wants to use it for, a health spending account, whatever, right? But she contributes 6,000 that legally able to contribute that tax-free money. But then let's say she also donates 2,000 to her favorite charity and pays 3,000 in mortgage interest. Remember, she earned $50,000 a year, but those deductions, the one of 6,000, the one of 2,000, the one of 3,000, she's able to deduct, to deduct those and make her taxable income $39,000. That's an example of proper tax avoidance. Then let's say Wesley Snipes, right? Let's say he earns $50,000 a year and he intentionally does not report $10,000 of cash income that he received on Cash App, PeerSpace, or Airbnb from his side gig, right? But then he also claims $5,000 in business expenses that he never truly incurred because he wanted to hike it up and get more tax benefits, right? Who doesn't want more money? And then... $2,000 in medical expenses that he had already been reimbursed by his insurance for. Okay, so he earns $50,000. He doesn't report $10,000. He claims five and claims another two that was already reimbursed. So he's reporting to the IRS that his reportable ta his uh, taxable income is $33,000. That's tax evasion. Because how many mechanisms and schemes did you have to get to, go through to get there? So, underreporting our income, overstating or making up deductions that we are not entitled to claim, not reporting or paying taxes on even cash transactions, or having offshore accounts that we are not properly managing. Filing false or fraudulent tax returns or documents are all forms of tax evasion. So we already know about that. Enough with the scary stuff. Let's get to the juicy tea. So guys, the Panama paper leak of 2016 exposed the involvement of rich and famous business people all over the world in offshore tax evasion schemes. So ultimately, the leak revealed that the Panama-based law firm Mozak Fonseca helped create shell companies and trust for its clients to hide their assets and income from the authorities. So once this list was leaked, it was over 11.5 document, million documents, by the way. Once the list leaked, guess who some of the names was on there? Jackie Chan, 
He had at least six companies with them, if I'm not mistaken. Emma Watson, Harry Potter. She used one of their companies to buy a London property for privacy reasons, she claimed, and that's how she was able to avoid some jail time, but ultimately people do that to hide their assets, okay? And guess who else? Simon Cowell, American Idol. He personally invested in an offshore fund that was run by his father and avoided paying taxes in Britain by hiring people in the Bahamas as residents to sign off on his paperwork. I didn't really look up what his consequences was, but this is all around us. And one thing I know for a fact is when we get into situations where we're making large amounts of money very quickly, such as the opportunity that investing in the short-term rental industry gives you, there are many ways that you can fall victim to just not knowing what you don't know. This is what this podcast is for, to bring some things to your memory, just that you can write down and discuss with your CPA, your financial advisor, your tax accountant, and make sure that you are squared away. As the year is about to end, we have taxes that are about to be reported next year. Make sure that you're in a good spot so that you're not one, being audited, and then even two, that you're getting the maximum deductions possible. Because there are some of you doing your taxes yourself and you're not even getting all of the tax deductions that you qualify or the credit credits that you qualify for because you don't know what to do. This is where you seek help. And I know it's easier said than done. A few ways, I, I have a trusted financial advisor, but a few ways that I would recommend finding one is Facebook groups. If you are part of the Airbnb with D Facebook group, I have tax agents, financial advisors, CPAs, accountants in the group. Go ahead and make a post. Let everyone know that you're looking for one so that you can prepare for the next tax year and get exactly what you need to get. If you have not yet joined the Airbnb with D group, why, right? But if you aren't, then go ahead and connect with any resources that are next to you. You can even get QuickBooks and pay for a QuickBooks personal advisor to go over things with you. I'm not saying that the person they assigned to you is going to be the best, but I do love QuickBooks because you know QuickBooks does give you like the business debit card, the business bank account. So if you're someone that's still trying to wrestle with getting one open and getting that together, QuickBooks got you covered. It is a fee as opposed to going into a standard bank account and funding the account, the account, but there's an easier approval method as well. And you don't have to go into a bank, so it helps out. Just to make sure I'm not making this episode too long, there was another part of this movie that exposed what the world calls tax havens or corporate havens. That being Delaware, the state of Delaware, the state of Nevada, the state of Wyoming, South Dakota, because they personally created tax laws and strategies to make themselves a business-friendly state. They knew that they would never compete with New York because of, you know, foot traffic and tourist-wise, so they had to make themselves more attractive. Let's go ahead and limit the restrictions we have so that business owners from New York even comes over here and starts their business. And guess what? Delaware alone has more than 1 million registered companies. You know it's not 1 million people in Delaware, right? Yeah, that's more than its population. So... I thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Airbnb with D. I pray and hope that you went ahead and wrote some notes down and that you do feel confident in knowing the difference 
between tax evasion and tax avoidance. Now it's something that you can make sure you're discussing appropriately with the proper people in your life and getting your taxes set up to get the maximum deductions that you qualify for.